Hello and welcome to the Beam Forces Friendly Podcast. I'm your host Kate. This month we're discussing Veterans Work, a collaborative project between Deloitte, the Officers Association and the Drive Project and supported by business in the community. The project's produced three short films with the aim of encouraging UK businesses to consider employing veterans. You can watch the films by visiting the website veteranswork.org.uk or clicking the link in the description box below. Today I'm joined by Liz Coombs, James Stevenson and Chris Reckia from Deloitte and Emily Shaw from The Drive Project. Thank you for joining me today. I think we'll start from the beginning really and Chris, can you just tell me a little bit about the report itself first? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Chris Reckia. I'm a partner here at Deloitte and um, the partner responsible for our Deloitte Military Transition and Talent Programme. Uh, which has been running for about five years now and does a number of things uh, to support service leavers as they transition from the military into uh, commercial life. And uh, through that journey, about 18 months ago, we recognised that whilst there was a tremendous amount of activity and work going on in this space, uh, being delivered by a number of different organisations uh, such as ourselves, um, the MOD, the Career Transition Partnership and many, many others. Um, what we recognised was that many businesses were not equipped with the information and specifically the data that they might need around service leavers and why um, they are good for their businesses. Uh, and so 18 months ago we embarked upon um, commissioning uh, Veterans Work, the report, and uh, we delivered that uh, back in November 2016. And that report uh, basically captured a number of different data points um, uh, from such places as the Office of National Statistics, the MOD themselves, uh, business. We did a survey of over 250 organisations asking them what they thought uh, in order that we could equip uh, business with uh, the information that it needed and essentially the business case for them to hire uh, veterans into their organisations. And this report was aimed at uh, CEOs, HR directors and senior people within business so that they could start to understand all of the benefits that uh, it would bring. And so that was 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and the report itself has been used extensively across industry and uh, in government and the MOD uh, itself. Um, and earlier on this year, um, quite fortuitously, we were introduced to the Drive Project, um, uh, and I'm sure that Emily can explain what they are in a moment, but we um, were introduced, um, and um, what came from that introduction was... Uh, veterans work the films uh-huh. uh, which I'm sure we'll talk a bit more about in a moment but that's in a nutshell the the background behind both veterans work the report and perhaps why we're sat here today talking about veterans work the films <laughs> okay um so I'd be interested to see what the reaction was from kind of the MOD and other businesses to the report itself and then obviously you felt that you needed to kind of take it to the next level um I mean, the fi- what were the findings in kind of a very brief synopsis of them? I mean, there were a number of findings and a, and a number of statistics that um, we, can, we can quote and we can talk about in a moment. Um, I think the bottom line was, though, that the, 
the report came out with all of these different things and, and, and was far-reaching. Uh-huh. But we felt that um, the content needed to reach many, many, many more people. Right. And there was an opportunity to reach a much broader range. But that wasn't going to be in the form of a report. No. And so we felt that um, film, um, the arts was perhaps a route. And that's how we got involved with the Drive Project. So I think that brings us nicely onto the films, really, and, and kind of the involvement of the Drive Project. So um, how did you get involved? What was the kind of starting point? And, and really, how did you think about the whole process of, of making these films? Um, yeah, so my name's Emily. Uh, so I'm a director at the Drive Project. Um, so as Chris mentioned, we had this fantastic meeting, and Chris uh, shared with us Veterans Work, the report. Mm-hmm and asked us to help them to bring it to life and so it could reach a wider audience. And um, so what we did is we thought about who are we trying to engage with? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just about engaging with large multinationals. It was about engaging with any UK business employer. So from a two-man uh, shop in anywhere around the, mm-hmm. around the country to a multinational. So time-short people who we needed to put something in front of them that was going to be uh, accessible, engaging, and make them want to go on and read the report and ultimately consider hiring a veteran. Um, so uh, we it was quite a task mm-hmm. <laughs> because the report is, I think it's 65 pages. So lots of information. 65-page <laughs> report. 65-page yeah. report. Um, and But we wanted the films uh, to be credible yeah. and we wanted them to be factual. Mm-hmm. So... Each of the films was based on the report, and we worked with an incredible filmmaker, and he co-wrote the films with us called Jacob Palmiter. And we chose to do three films um, because we were trying to reach all of UK employers, so it needed to be credible, so we mm-hmm. needed to have business leaders, and that was our business leaders film. Yeah. And then we wanted to raise awareness of the issue. So we had our Famous Faces film Mm -hmm. where we used um, 12 celebrities. And then we wanted to showcase the amazing transferable skills that veterans have. So our final film, our third film, was Just Veterans. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was really our our ideas with the three films. Um, We, Jacob thought it'd be a great idea to, um, and it was, but it made it quite difficult to do uh, the films in a one take. And a one take is exactly how it sounds. You start from the beginning and you film <laughs> the whole shot in one take. Uh, the reason we did this is it worked as a metaphor for what a veteran does to a company. They come in, they're seamless. Mm-hmm. It's, you don't notice that, that it's just very, um, how would you describe it? Very easy, very quick, and happens straight away, yeah. their involvement. But Chris, who was in one of the films, can tell you it adds quite a bit of pressure to the filming when you're... It does, actually. It does. I mean, especially when you're at the end of the shot. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> because, we, gave um, you a t- we gave you a tough job <laughs> there, Chris. So when you're at the end of the shot, and even though I only had four lines to do, I was doing it backwards. Um, well, not saying it backwards, backwards, I was walking backwards uh, into yeah. camera. And, and uh, yeah, it's, um, it's not easy. And I have to say, uh, hats off to uh, all of those people involved in the film industry who make films <laughs> and, and act in them because I always thought it was a lot easier than what it actually was. <laughs> but, I mean, Chris did an amazing job. And in that yeah. film that he was in, Space For You, we had leading industry um, 
people involved. So we had, uh, you know, head of employment from BT, mm-hmm. uh, senior person within Jaguar Land Rover, obviously Chris from Deloitte, yeah. uh, CEO of Alexander Mann. And they came along because they supported mm-hmm. and they understand the huge benefits veterans bring and they're already doing it in their businesses. And they came along and they acted themselves. They did a fantastic job and they worked alongside Ray Fearon, who's a um, brilliant actor. And how did you get those business leaders kind of alongside? We know that they're supportive of veterans and we know that they're supportive of the Armed Forces Covenant, but getting them all in one place at the right time, you know, on the right day and doing what they're told to do is, is quite tricky. Yeah, um, it's Liz here. Um, I, I work at Deloitte and I help Chris run um, the Deloitte Military Transition and Talent Programme. That's, um, that's where this collaborative effort of this group mm-hmm. came in, really. So each um, partner in in the group was able to tap into their own network. And we obviously had a charity and we had a corporate and we had the Drive Project who got a fantastic network in the arts and we had business and community as well. And that group was able Mm -hmm. to pull in contacts um, which spanned, you know, the celebrities and show business, um, the world of business, the world of charity. So that worked really well. It's an incredibly impressive cast, really. It was, yeah. Yes. We, worked, we, worked, we worked really hard at yeah. it, and it was quite a. It was a, that was incredibly time consuming part of it, but I we were imagine. really pleased with the people that decided to be part of it. So, Emily, let's let's not forget the celebrities that were involved with this project. Um, how did you get them to um, be part of it? Yes, so we set ourselves a big task because we needed quite a few celebrities, um, and. Some of the people we approached had already worked with the Drive project before. So Ray Winston is an ambassador of us and one of our projects. Um, And he uh, is involved in the films and is fantastic. Um, Other celebrities are already engaged with the military community. Um, Obviously, Joanna Lumley, Nick Knowles and Rav Wilding, who's an ex-soldier himself. Um, and then the other, other famous faces we got on board, um, while well, we explained the project, it, something like this had never been done before. The event, we had this incredible production team, including mm-hmm. Jacob Palmater and Yanis, the uh, director of photography. And um, people were really excited to be involved, and it was so generous of them to give up their time. Um, so we had... Um, Claire Balding, who was brilliant, uh, Richard Wilson, yeah. uh, who's worked, actually supported the Drive Project before, uh, Michelle Collins, um, Matt Barber, uh, Olivia Poulet, and Paul Copley. Um, so all of these celebrities wanted to support the project and believe that veterans are a fantastic fit for business. I know. We, when I'm watching the film for the first time, they just kept coming. I mean, we were like, that's Hugh Bonneville. Like, yeah. That was really impressive as well. I mean, to get them all there on the same at the same time, yes. you know, in the same place and do it all in one take, that is just extraordinary. Um, and I think we, we kind of need to bring in James really now because you, you were another star of the, uh, the, the films. Um, as a veteran, I was incredibly impressed that when it got to the credits, that actually everybody that appeared in that film was actually a veteran. James, how did you get convinced to be part of this project? Um, I, I, well, I was asked, and I can't really resist <laughs> a challenge like that. But I have to say, I have put my um, my film career on hold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found it. I found it. <laughs> ra- rather like Chris. I'm mean, from here. Exactly. It's really difficult to learn four words, uh, four mm. lines, four words as well. 
four lines when um, when you're supposed to be doing other things as well. Yeah. And it must be a special skill that they expect Deloitte's to have. Because <laughs> yeah. I was asked to walk backwards as well. Upstairs. Upstairs. Yes, I'm the next <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you were improvising. You I, I, well, I cheated. I, I, I ended up saying, I can't do that. That's too many things at once. But it was, in all seriousness, it was, it was great fun. It was just good to be able to contribute. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I've been with Deloitte for six months. So I'm a relatively new joiner so you know my, my time in transition is still very fresh and I you know I really do um, appreciate all the help I got and anything you know I can do now to feed back into you know other people's experiences of transition I'll do yeah um, yeah I, I think this segues nicely into kind of we're talking about um, what actually the essence of the film was and and, and in the report you talk about the barriers to um, mm. ex-service personnel mm. and veterans getting employment can we kind of talk a little bit about that now and about what are the barriers that they face I I, certainly I think if you ask almost every uh, individual in transition um, what what are the worst thing or what are the worst words you can hear when Mm. you're talking to somebody and they are you have no commercial experience Mm. and you almost feel like saying what do you the employer mean by that yeah. because I'm actually not sure that the employer really understands what they're saying by that either um, and it seems it seems sort of slightly ironic to me that you know the commercial world prides itself in being able to identify opportunities yeah. and potential uh, from situations and people and all I would say I think is that I would now like to see uh, when people view uh, veterans I'd like to see them look beyond Mm-hmm. The the the, uh, the first hand technical competences and say what's the potential of this individual as a person and and there's talk in the report about the importance of soft skills yeah. and the commercial world really wanting that but then perhaps not following through mm-hmm. on that so I think you know let's get let's try and debunk this whole sort of commercial experience thing yeah. because that I think is the biggest barrier. Okay. You know, I mean, I would echo that there are a lot of preconceived ideas within industry of as to what um, military folk can bring into an organisation, or not, mm-hmm. as the case may be. Um, but the facts are, and the report um, that we wrote uh, articulates this, that there is going to be a huge skills gap across UK industry, and um, our view is that it would be remiss not to consider service leavers as part of the answer to fill in that skills gap Mm -hmm. because we have 16,000 people leave the military every year, there or thereabouts. Um, They have been trained um, to varying levels of degrees technically, whether that's as an infantry soldier right through to a Eurofighter pilot, um, not to mention all of them at all ranks have had tremendous management and leadership training mm-hmm. throughout the course of their career. And you know, there, there is a perception that they cannot operate without being given orders. Um, that is actually the, the, the biggest mistake that industry could make because actually those people that serve in the military and, and those that have know this um, they actually operate very often um, outside of the orders mm-hmm. space and act on um, 
instinct, um, emotional intelligence, feeling. They assimilate themselves to what's going on around them in any particular environment and act. Um, and then they do it all again very, very quickly and yeah. act again. And so, you know, the, the, the report and, and then subsequently the films really tried to articulate the, 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 the skills and the gaps that these people can fill in our industry. When we look at industry today and we think about the change that's going on, the disruption that's going on, mm-hmm. uh, the pace at which that is happening, um, service leavers are fully equipped with all of the skills needed to uh, act in those in, in those environments. And so to James's point about what's commercial experience, I think it's a very valid point. I'd encourage people that go into interviews and, and uh, with organisations and they say, we don't think you've got sufficient commercial experience to actually challenge them on that mm. because my bets are that they wouldn't be able to answer it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, uh, you know, we've got to be very positive. And, and just to, to, to add to your point, Chris, um, what we really, what, what the report and the films have really tried to emphasise is that, you know, mm. veterans have got huge potential. So it's not just about them getting a job, but it's mm-hmm. about getting a job that fulfills their huge potential. Yeah. Um, and that's what we want re- employees to really, really focus on. And I think um, in the um, in the um, celebrity film, I think Larry Lamb actually brings out the point, you know, don't think about a kind of preconceived ideal version of a CV, but actually be open to thinking sure. about yeah. what veterans can bring to your yeah. organisation. I mean, the issue actually doesn't lie with the veteran. No, it's The issue lies no, with, with employers. Yeah. Sure. And that's why both in the report and in the films, the emphasis is very much on industry and business to pull service leavers into their organisations rather than be dependent on the MOD or the Career Transition Partnership Mm -hmm. pushing them into it. The time has come for people to act and industry to act and recognise the skills that people leaving the services have got and they need to bring them in. Yeah. Yeah. Often, often is the case that the services are leading on many different issues that industry face, such as cyber. Of course, right? yeah, absolutely. You know, cyber is a topic that the military has been dealing with for many, many years, and only now, in recent times, has industry, you know, felt the need to equip themselves with the right defences against cyber attack. Well, guess what? The military has got lots of skills in that space that are very relevant, very transferable, and they should be drawing on those Absolutely. when people leave. And I think on the films, um, something that I took away is it's good for business to hire veterans. Yeah. It is good for your business because they are and filling that, that skills gap. That was a massive driver behind them the whole time as we wanted this to be as Judge Rinder says, it's not just about it's not about doing the right thing. It's mm. about what makes commercial sense. Yeah, and so that's why it was so important to get that message across because these veterans will make your business better. Absolutely, the report yeah. proves that that, and these films highlight that. Um, and just going off what Chris and Liz were saying, we also were trying to change or continue to change the perception of the word veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we made a, a decision for these films to actually not be in any way military. There yeah. is nothing that acknowledges military in it because what we're highlighting is that veterans are just as capable. Mm-hmm. They're stepping away from that world, bringing all of those transferable skills with them. 
but they can be placed into a workplace just as easily as anyone else. Absolutely. And I think if anything epitomised that, it was everybody's shock about how smoothly the veterans should oh, yeah. So, I mean, the, the crew and, and you guys and, and yes. Jacob were just blown away by the fact that the veterans just absolutely nailed it. Didn't I they? mean, it was it was actually quite funny. We were talking to Jacob, the, the yeah. director afterwards, and Yanis, who was the uh, director of photography. We said, oh, how did you think today went? And they were just saying, I cannot believe they all got here on time. <laughs> they all knew their lines. They all delivered. And we were sort of saying, oh, can we record this? Because this yeah. is exactly what we're saying veterans do. And James, as he says, has never filmed before. He went into a new environment, rolled up his sleeves, got on with it and got the job done. Absolutely. And a future career in acting, if you ever felt like you needed to do that. Well, yeah, I, I can't possibly backwards. comment. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they need to move to walk backwards. That would be great. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think, just, just picking up on a couple of themes there, I think one thing that does come out of the report, one thing we would definitely want to emphasise, is the business benefit of this. And yeah. I think when one goes back to the early days of the Covenant, mm-hmm. there was a view there that um, the world owed us a living. And I yeah. think that's that's wrong, it's unhelpful, um, and I think that was at the intent of it, of course. Right. But um, what I think the report does very well, and what we ought to continue to do through events like this, is demonstrate the business benefit. Absolutely. Uh, and that, of course, means that you know it becomes incumbent upon us, the mm-hmm. veteran community, to demonstrate that. So we've got to go out there and um, and sell ourselves as well. But you know, the report and other things gives us the tools to help us to do that. Absolutely. I mean, the, the narrative is changing. Uh, and whilst um, it's incredibly important to support those wounded, injured and sick service people that have served their country and, as a consequence of it, found themselves in, 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 in those positions, that, that isn't under debate. That's, it's, it's imperative that we continue to support that. But from a business perspective, this is no longer a corporate social responsibility mm, yeah. play. This is, as James said... A business imperative. It makes sense to hire these people and, and use this talent channel to um, enhance one's business. And we deduced after the report that businesses, the case is you can't afford not to do it mm-hmm. because of the skills gaps that organisations are facing that Chris alluded to, and veterans have these in abundance. And I think you know we, we said in the report as well. Um, they're the third largest talent pool out there. So businesses sort of ignore this talent pool at their peril when mm. you can't afford not to use it. Mm. But then what we've done is by doing these films, we did focus groups beforehand yeah. and we wanted to have people in there who, who were aware of veterans and who weren't as, as a hiring area. And um, pe- some people said, didn't they, I hadn't even thought about hiring a veteran. Yeah, I didn't realise it was something I could do. Exactly. Yeah. And so what we're trying... So then that's why the films are great because... They've got that uh, profile that anyone can watch it. And Absolutely. it's like, oh, I hadn't even thought about hiring a veteran. And for all the people that have watched the films, that's veterans and employers, you've also created a microsite. Can you tell me a little bit about that? We developed the microsite, as you say, so that um, people don't watch the films and say, so what? Yeah. So the idea is that people go to the microsite and on there um, they will find ways to sort of navigate the rest of mm-hmm. their journey. So whether that's um, finding out about the Covenant or uh, speaking to the OA or CTP. Um, 
and certainly from the, the veteran point you raised, you know, there are lots of organisations out there that run things like insight days, um, work placements, yeah. um, you know, days where you can sort of shadow people. So there's lots and lots of information out there that people should make sure that they tap into. Um, and uh, James, you, you probably said there's probably more support out there than people actually realise, isn't mm. there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of it. I think it's just tapping into that. that yeah, and, and also, you know, I think what this does, I mean, and, and I, this, by this I mean, you know, the work from Deloitte, the Officers Association, Force in Mind Trust, etc., that it focuses people's attention on where perhaps they should be you mm-hmm. know, digging to find that useful information. So I think this is a very timely initiative that has sort of, in a sense, brought a lot of these things together. Because a lot of people you meet out there will say, yeah, there is a lot of, information but where do I start yeah. you know and what do mm. I follow and what do I not follow yeah. but that's what's good about the microsite is we weren't reinventing the wheel all of the things on the mic it's very simple yeah it says veteran click here basically mm. employer click here and we have used these incredible tools that are already out there yeah but we've just put it in a place where people can see it and navigate it easily whilst watching the films Excellent. <laughs> I know. And I, I will be watching them again. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm going to start wrapping up now, really. But So what's next for the Veterans Work Projects? Um, you've made films. I mean, what, what is next? Uh, uh, that's a, a, a really good question. <laughs> and and, and in, in true kind of Hollywood fashion, I'd say... Um, I'll I'll just take a break over the Christmas. <laughs> we'll reflect and uh, we'll, we'll come back in the new year thinking about how we're going to tr- take it to another level. Right. Um, I, but I, g- I genuinely think that um, I think, but yeah, it's back to th- this is for me at the start of this particular journey with the report and the films. It was all about what industry did and what business you know, does. Um, um, that doesn't stop because somebody's watched a film or they've gone to the microsite, I think we have to embed culturally Mm -hmm. um, this understanding within businesses that says we shouldn't need to think about hiring a veteran. It should be intuitive. We We should know what we need to do. We should know where their skills fit. And... Fundamentally, I, I, I just ask all businesses to make sure that they consider veterans in their hiring strategies and their HR policies um, as they think about the future of their businesses and the vision for their business over the next two, three, five, ten years. Yeah. Because um, that there there is no doubt that veterans will add tremendous value um, when placed in the right circumstances and the right jobs to add, add values to those organizations and so business needs to embrace that and I, I just encourage businesses to give those people a chance listen to those people listen to what their skills are um, allow them into your organization and um, whilst they need a bit of support at the beginning which is said by Joanna on the films mm. um, actually the the outcomes that you get downstream are disproportionately positive to what you have to input um, because that's the nature and um, that's the DNA, if you like, of what service leavers bring to an organisation because of their background. And we'd love to keep momentum up. We, you know, it's um, it's about 
what six weeks and counting since we launched the films yeah um <clears throat> and so we you know we're urging people to carry on sharing them tweeting about them um putting links on your linkedin profile our our sort of you know, objective is that every business in the UK, someone from every business in the UK would watch these and then think about veterans differently. And, you know, this time next year, if we could have some examples of businesses that have never thought about hiring veterans and have now taken someone on, or if they've thought, you know what, I'll give a veteran an opportunity to do some work experience, mm-hmm. that would be fantastic. So we'll start trying to collect some stories like that. What, what, one final point for me, I think... The other thing that is tremendously important, and it might come come back to to, to your original question, um, when we did the report, the collation and identification of data was tremendously difficult mm-hmm. on service leavers. I think as we move forward on this journey, organisations should think hard about how they capture the data on service leavers mm. that are in their business. Because if we're able to um, track, if you like, to the extent that people want to be tracked, by the way, where service leavers go and how they perform and what they do, um, it will only serve to bolster the case that we're talking yeah. about here as to why it's good to hire veterans. And I'm talking about if you can track where they are and what they do, you'll then be able to see how quickly they promote, for example, and how quickly mm-hmm. they move through organisations and are successful. So I think data and the, the, the and specifically the tracking of service lever data is a, is, a, is a key challenge that we and this community will need to face. Okay. Up to. Um, Emily, anything from you in terms of where you'd like to see the Drive project, project be involved with this in the future? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is fantastic from our point of view because we... Um, we work with uh, a lot of veterans and we know that the value that they can add. I think what we would love is just to keep going back to the original point of the films and the report was to um, get every single UK employer to see the films and as a result consider hiring a veteran. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, we're going towards that. And so I would um, reiterate what Chris said. We're asking people to share the films um, visit the microsite and um, continue to support this and understand that they veterans will add to your business and the value that they will bring. Liz, Emily, Stephen and Chris, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget that you can watch the films by visiting the website veteranswork.org.uk or by clicking the link in the description box below. You've been listening to the Being Forces Friendly podcast. Next month, we'll be marking the 2000 Armed Forces Covenant signing and speaking to some of the organisations that have pledged their support. Don't forget that you can subscribe to hear the latest episode on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can also keep up to date by following us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. You've been listening to the Being Forces Friendly podcast. Thank you for listening.